What's up, everybody, and welcome to a very special edition of Elite POV, where it's podcast time, and you know what that means. My name is Phil Cataldo, but you can call me Philium, alongside returning after one week absence. Wow. Game event, Anthony. What's up? I'm back. Wow. Listen, wow, I haven't got to react to the CM Punk thing, right? I did a little bit on my stream, but I was more pissed off about SummerSlam on Sunday morning before my stream. CM Punk is back in professional wrestling. Summer scam. He looks healthy. He looks happy. And he explained so why he left, which made us feel better. G-Rod and I used to have a little bit of a problem when we did the Wrestle Addict with the way he left. But him explaining it in the way he did with the non-pettiness of the Cole Cabana podcast. We're going to get to that. Explaining We're gonna get to that. it. But let, we got to bring everybody in first. First. So uh, joining I'm us. I'm circling back to the, the punk thing real quick. From 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 the dead, according to his Twitter and his and his wonderful Twitch that he has. Oh, is he Adam Cole? <laughs> soon, soon to be. We have the very wonderful Rainwood Ant alumni, G-Rod. What is up? Thank you for having me on, guys. I'm very excited. CM Punk is back. The landscape of wrestling is changing, and I'm glad to be here talking about it with you guys. And of course, the, 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 the week that you come on the show, they announce uh, Moxley's fighting somebody from New Japan. It's only right that we get these things the week that G-Rod's on the show. And that other voice you heard is Kyle Masters from the All Elite Podcast. The man is stuck in Canada. We're trying to get him to New York. Yeah, We're going to do a GoFundMe. We're going to set up an OnlyFans. We're doing something. What's up, Kyle? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm only coming if, I can, if, I, if I'm allowed to bring my bubble. I'm just going to roll in the bubble into the arena. Um, listen, we'll... we'll it, it looks like that's how Cash Wheeler is going to wrestle next week. Oh, my God. So we're, we're going to have to... Get you and him in here the same way. Right. Did you guys see that picture on his Instagram? Yes, I did. Oh, dude, it's nasty. nasty. Did I want to see it again? Oh. No, I don't. No. Did I want to see it again zoomed in so no. you can actually see how far cut? Ugh. Uh, nasty. But now, Ant, go ahead. Talk about right, so, I got to Punk. talk about it last week. <laughs> so, you didn't get to talk about it. I just think that seeing him healthy and happy is the most important thing. And, you know, I wanted to just address something with Bucker T's comments. Did, uh -oh. did he watch that promo? The most anti-WWE guy we know just cut a promo, and all he said is he left pro wrestling in 2005, and he returned in 2021, and he couldn't work at the place that got him sick in the first place. He never mentioned well, he WWE. He never buried mm -hmm. Triple H. He never mentioned Roman Reigns. Never mentioned Vince McMahon. And yet Bucker T is like, oh, suck a duck guy. It was a miss for me. You see what he said today? Did you see what he said today? No, no. what he said today. He's like, he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, punk, we're pals. You know, if I see him, I'm going to tell him, like, oh, I was expecting a pipe bomb. And I'm like, pipe bomb? He cut the pipe bomb because he hated the place he was in. He's not going to cut a pipe bomb at a place that he loves? Why the hell would he do that? It, it doesn't make any sense to me, right? And it's just like, I get it, right? All these, you know, retired wrestlers have podcasts, but it's like, why, are we at, why do we care about what Booker T has to say about anybody? Like, yeah, he can shove it. You know what I mean? But it's just like, it's so good that Punk is back. So people who tune into my Twitch last week got to see my reaction. But so we're going to start with G-Rod. G-Rod, how did it feel watching Rampage, hearing that crowd, CM Punk came out? I was counting down the days to, to Friday last week and mm -hmm. telling my girlfriend about it. And she's kind of getting into AEW, which is really awesome. I'm just like, 
anticipating this thing. I'm counting on days. I quit my other job that I hated. Friday comes around. I have a family game night. Right after that, I'm just sitting there just waiting for it. As soon as that music hits, my hands were on my face, kind of like Kyle's, and was <laughs> melted in my, my seat. I, I couldn't believe it was happening. I was so happy. And yeah, Ant was right. You know, him and I had a really weird problem with him leaving. I remember making a shirt that said, fuck your CM Punk chance. Yep. That had, I think Roman Reigns was on the side of it for some reason. I don't know why. We've all, um, we all went through that those well, range of them. It's like the stages of grief, right? It was. It was like we got broken up with, right? Yeah, yeah. By our yeah, super exactly. hot high school sweetheart. <laughs> and now she came back to us, and she's a sexy accountant, and she wants us back. And we're like, yeah, we're here. Let's go. You know what I mean? Like That's exactly what it feels like. We were all heartbroken. I know for G-Rod and me, like CM Punk is the factor that made us meet each other. Like CM Punk is what brought me back to wrestling. Without this, this doesn't exist, right? Without CM Punk, there's no rant with Ant. There's no anything. So for him to come back, just put me right back into the spot I was that made me fall in love with the sport. I always said Punk brought me back. The Shield kept me, right? Well, Punk just brought me back even further in because AEW is what kept me loving wrestling after rant with Ant, like AEW mm-hmm. was kind of what I was checking on. And then once fans returned to AEW, it was off to the races. And I think it's the best wrestling show I can remember since I used to sit at home and watch the Attitude Era Monday Night Wars. See, for me, um, AEW holds a special place in my heart, especially for the three of us around the show. Like, you know, we were at All In and we were part of Parkats Row and we, we sat in that crowd. We felt that energy. And, you know, I've been to a few AEW shows and it has a very similar energy. And, and and that's why, to me, it's like kind of an extension of us. Like, it's it's where we came from, you know, the ground floor. So I just I just love everything AEW is doing. But, I mean, we're going to talk, talk about somebody on the ground floor of AEW. We got Kyle here. Day one with his podcast talking about it. I saw the picture after Punk debuted. But you got to explain to me just the emotions that went through you uh-huh. when Punk walked out. So like Anthony was in like we were watching on. Discord I couldn't see because I punched my computer hard as shit. You would, I, you would. I, totally. I was one of the biggest. I was a, I was a huge mark. Like yeah. from when when I first started noticing CM Punk, I actually didn't even, like notice him in, in in ECW or when like when he first debuted in the roster. Like when I first started noticing CM Punk and started liking him when he was doing his straight edge society stuff. That's when I was like, okay, this is different. This is edgy, and and I was for that that type of stuff in wrestling, so that attracted me to him. And then from then on, I was just like a massive fan. Then we did like all like the I'm leaving WWE crap after the new Nexus stuff, and I was just like over the moon, like massive fan with him. I bought like every T-shirt that came out after that. I bought, and I still have in this drawer right over here. Um, Shout out to you for still having them because either they don't fit me or I, I lost them. They don't. Fit uh, the first one doesn't. The first one definitely does not fit me. But uh, every I would shirt be- I put on looks like Ezekiel Elliott's practice jersey, where it only like goes up like past his tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't think I cried as much as that guy. And props to shout that guy to for yeah, showing that emotion. Like, yep. Shout out to him. But I, I had some we tears, had tears in, my in eyes. our eyes. Yeah. Also, I mean, shout out to him. If people don't know, he was found. Tommy yep. Dreamer yeah, was I able to find him. And the guy himself said he doesn't want the fame, which, as we've seen, I mean, we saw the guy in the front row the past two nights, right? 
the Brock Lesnar guy. So you're like, we can see the bad side of it where people want too much attention, right? So respect to the guy for being a part of this great moment. He's a meme. Everyone's going to always refer to him when they think of CM Punk's return, and he doesn't want the fame. So definitely shout out to that What I respect is Frank the Clown not going in makeup and shit like that and just being... His he wears original tennis. punk shirt. Yeah, well, yeah. the original punk shirt. Yeah, punk looked at him and said, "You need new clothes." But they're buddies, right? Really? They're, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're friends. They're but friends. But I respect that you're not trying to take away from the moment. And I, I felt like Brock Lesnar guy was trying to do that at first. Oh, yeah, of like, course I'm he like, was. But that, those are the bad side. Yeah, That's like, why we, as fans, we have to, you know, shout out and show love to the people who are going to react the way we all reacted at home, but are reacting that way in public, which is cool to begin with. But then also knowing that it's not about them, right? Like, this isn't the moment to make me famous on Twitter. And and we know the the Undertaker guy, he's awesome. Yeah. No knocks on him. Yeah. But but he wasn't trying to be. It was a genuine emotion. It was a genuine reaction. He doesn't go to every wrestling show and go, like, no, he just, yeah, yeah, he he doesn't introduce himself as the Undertaker guy either. But Um, I, I mean, listen, I've watched that. Uh, let's let's transition to this. How many times have you guys watched a YouTube video? Oh, I, I have to be over a hundred. I watched it. No lie, I think I watched it fifteen times that night, and then mm-hmm. I woke up to move and I watched it fifteen times before I left, and then I listened to it in the mm-hmm. car where I couldn't even watch when I was driving to storage. Like literally, I watch it once a day. Still, like I mm-hmm. wake Who up. Who turns up the headphones all the way up to? Oh channel. my god. Me. I turn my TV up all the way, and then the thing that I listen to, and I don't know if you guys do too, especially G-Rod, because I know you're you're into that stuff. When Punk walks through, and oh. the volume gets so loud, you can't hear the song for a second. Yep. It's that part that gets me. And they don't know. When Excalibur <laughs> starts talking, he's way too low, and they have to make the announcers louder so you can even hear them. I love that. Because you never know, right? Like, I think yeah. a lot of people, and I, from what I've read and stuff, people are expecting, okay, is this going to be MJF? He's going to, like, and yeah. that would have been really cool, though. I'm not, I'm just going to say, if it was MJF, that would have been, like, the most nuclear heat moment Ever. in wrestling. Yeah. That would have mm-hmm. been insane. They would have thrown shit at him on stage. We, yeah, dude, it would have been but nuts. That's the thing that I love about this company, right? It's like they could have did that and they could have got cheap heat, but they said, you waited long enough. And to me, that's what I really enjoyed and I loved is that they could have made MJF a bigger dipshit, right? But they didn't. They chose to give the fans what they want because Tony Khan, right, in the press conference, Tony Khan looked like one of us sitting next yep. to CM Punk. The joy exactly. on this dude's face. Like, this like- dude, as a wrestling fan, that dude was like, Punk's back over the moon, bro. He was as excited as we were, and he's the one who knew for a year and a half he was talking to him. So it's it's and let's talk about that. I mean, this this has been done for a long time, right? This has been a deal. Well, not that it's been done, it's been in the works. Well, I don't think it was official until like a month ago. They didn't want to do it during COVID. So you gotta think they were talking before June. It the contract never got signed. It was like a week or two before he debuted on Rampage. But Punk said in in the, the after press conference, and I, and I know Kyle, we got a bunch of quotes, but Punk did say something along the lines of um, he started taking his company more serious after the Brody Lee stuff yeah. where mm-hmm. it didn't leak. You know, and, and, and to me, that's what I've been saying, you know, since the company's been made. All this stuff that we hear of how backstage is run, I think that is the biggest threat to other companies. Because if you're a performer and you work at a company, whether it's WWE or not, whatever, if you work at a company and it's a toxic environment backstage and it's all this crazy shit, and then you hear that 
AEW is not only on the, the stage that it's on, but it seems to be a great place to work and everybody's, you know, friends and stuff like that. And all this information gets kept a secret and whatever. That's how you're going to lose people to them. Honestly. You're going to lose people because look at how much of a star Malachi Black looks like. Look, mm-hmm. Andrade's had more promo time in three weeks than he did in his whole WWE career. Like, yeah. this is why you're going to lose people. You're going to lose people because this is professional wrestling, and they put a spotlight on people every week. There's someone different with the spotlight on them. And to me, that is what what's the, the most important thing. And the most fun thing is you never know who's going to be the standout on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Last night, they did a really good job of spotlighting Darby Allen because they knew that Punk's first match is Darby Allen. So all these people that heard Punk came back that tuned in to Dynamite last night, now they get to see the guy that he's wrestling with a familiar face like John Moxley. I think they don't bury their talent. Don't you guys want to see, like I really want to see Tony Khan's notebook or sheet that he times everything out because, I mean, if we're, we're talking about this past week's Dynamite, if you wrote down on a piece of paper everything that happened, you wouldn't believe it. The fact that they do that every time and they always hit their mark. 10 o'clock, the show's over, and some movie's playing, right? It was Gladiator this week, for us at least in the States. I don't know what your crazy feed got, Kyle. But um, it, it's, it's... I'm just wacko it's sport. Awesome. I, uh, <laughs> that's what it was? I will it always though. plays like some sport that no one watches, like for the us on our Lumberjack feed, World Championship or Lumberjack. something. Like that. I, know, hey, hey, I know you watch Kyle's feed, but Jira, I don't know if your feed gets this. For me, it's always like Ready Player One or Godzilla or King Kong, and then it goes into Dynamite, and then when it ends, it goes back to Ready Player One. It's, <laughs> it's always, always Tarzan. It's always Tarzan. But to go back to what <laughs> you guys were saying about Tony Khan, the 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 thing that he came out right before Rampage started last week. And the infectious uh, passion that he has for what he's doing, I loved it. He's sitting there stomping on the floor. He's rewarding us. He's like, you know, we're going to reward your, you know, your faith in us. And I I think that's amazing. And then Sirius played the Chicago Bulls theme played afterwards, which is awesome. I think that's my favorite part about this company, other than what they do with the talent, the backstage, is that you have a guy who loves professional wrestling, not sports entertainment. Mm -hmm. He loves you know, just letting these guys do their thing. And we're seeing that, like what you guys have, Malachi Black, um, Andrade, uh, anyone. Christian Cage is even more appealing now than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're making people believe in Sting. And, you know, Sting's an old guy, but he's still amazing. And it's just, it's it's amazing. While still giving chances to the Eddie Kingston's. Yeah. And they don't the bury stars. their young yeah. talent. Yeah. They do the big difference. They don't bury their young stars ever. Yep. Yeah. Ever. M- MJF no one has ever lost twice. MJF has Even lost twice. Even when someone loses, <laughs> twice. like MJF. Hangman lost, right? Hangman lost a few weeks ago, and it wasn't a burial. It was like, you know, it's, it's story continuing time. the story. It took three right? people to put him down, and it didn't yeah. take 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and it's it's done so wonderfully well, right? And even with the women are coming along, that was the one knock on AEW was the women's division, but there are some studs in that women's division. I mean, Jamie Hayter this week yes. had an unbelievable showcase against Red Velvet. Red Velvet, I don't know about you guys, terrifies me. She's good, but she, she was a year ago. She was nobody on Dark. No one knew anything about her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't even signed. And then she, you know, Brandy got pregnant and they needed her to fill in for the for the match against Shaq and Jade. 
And look at her now. Do I want her to do suicide dives to the outside no more? No, because she flings herself, and she doesn't have enough body mass big, to protect her. Big fan but, of Jamie Hader and her and her, and her gear as well. Big, yeah, her, fan, dude, big, big fan of that. Her clothesline. Oh, I'm a fan of the clothesline. Big, big and then we, we, so we saw good. Tay Conti and Allie yes. get the, the backstage stuff, teasing into Rampage. But let so let's. We'll talk about punk throughout the whole show, but how did we'll you, how always did you circle feel? back? We always circle back to the punk. Yeah, we always circle back. But how do you guys feel about how Rampage has been presented the, the first two weeks? G-Rod, I'll start with you. Uh, my favorite part about it is the the main event um, interview before it starts. Hello. I think that's something totally different. Um, yeah. It's a fast one hour that doesn't leave me wanting. Um, you know, it actually wants make, makes me want more, and I can't wait to tune into next week. Um, I like the certain different talent that we get. We get the top tier guys like Kenny Omega and we get, you know, lower tier like um, uh, Red Velvet. So it's like, it's a perfect mix. And, and we got Kara Hogan last week. So like, they, yeah, it's a nice and I'm balance. happy with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's cool too, because yet again, even though, you know, it's, it's another show that's on, you know, a big network in TNT, you can still see people like Kara Hogan, who's not even signed to the company, show up and have a match against one of their bigger talents in Jade. So, like, that's what I love about it. It's like a quick hit. What about I you, love Kyle? Jade. I love Jade Cargo. I think the we big thing... It. I love it <laughs> so much. In, in other ways, too. Um, yeah. I, the one thing I love about Rampage, and I think we're going to see it the biggest this week, is it's going to be a very good follow-up from Dynamite. Like, this week's Dynamite, I, it was a lot that was said even on Twitter, and everyone kind of here has the same reaction to it. Wasn't the biggest dynamite, wasn't the biggest flashy dynamite for Punk's first dynamite, but that's where Rampage comes into play here. Rampage is going to be that follow through, which Tony Khan said since day one about announcing Rampage, it's an extra hour of dynamite on a different day. We're getting now, you see what we're getting on Rampage this week three massive matches that we're going to everyone's looking forward to. It's a follow up of dynamite, so I think they've done a hell of a job of promoting this show g-rod nailed it right in the head it leaves you wanting more mm -hmm. um after like after you're done watching and they do it, it has a nice flow there's the sports feel that tony khan's been wanting to implement as well he did that with the records and stuff in the turn in the tournament style for dynamite now look at rampage rampage is going to have that espn sports type of interview before the main event and they're and they're gonna i love how they feature mark henry in that um i think he's playing that job really well as well so you know my so favorite, far, so good. You know my favorite part of this is that Issa's in the chat and she loves AEW now, and uh, it just makes. Me, <laughs> I was, it just, yeah, that's amazing. It makes my black Hi, heart Issa. warm. Hello. Um, yeah. Let's break the fourth wall. Hi, Issa. Um, but I think Rampage is everything that we want wanted WWE to have in a second show, right? It's action It's, 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 it's a throwback to what NXT yeah. was. An it's hour, action. it's a quick hit. Exactly. And if you're giving me nonstop action, right? Mm -hmm. Last week was kind of a, a, it was a promo of 20 minutes because it was a big return, right? So that's well, like... Tony Khan did say on Busted Open that it will be the only Rampage that is booked like that because clearly yes. it was a one-night-only thing. But now so you, like, you give us three, forward. four matches and like they mm -hmm. each get 10, 15 minutes. That's, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Look who benefited um, for that from matches. last week. Yeah. Look who benefited from that. Look at the matches that happened after Punk last week. They all got that hot, huge $15,000 raucous I, crowd for I those matches. I told you, my, my father, literally, the first thing he said was, wow, what a reaction to Punk. Who's that Jungle Boy guy? Like, really? Literally. they they And I was like, 
That's actually Luke Perry's son, because everyone knows who Luke Perry is. He's like, get the fuck out of your room. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's Jack Perry. And he's like, oh, he's awesome. He's going to be a champion. I'm like, that's why they put him on right after. That is exactly why they put them on right after Punk, because that, that kid is... How He's many amazing. people think tuned in for the first time or are going to tune in to watch the replay of the show and, and are going to stay watching? Like, wow, this crowd is great. Let's see what's next. And then the first thing you get is that tag match, which was incredible, right? So it, it's Tony Khan is really good at using the popularity of not only performers, but of the moment to kind of build the younger stars. Like Kyle said, they don't bury younger talent here. Never. And that, that's the best thing about it, right? <laughs> so it's it's... They're building for the future like a normal company should. Yeah. While still using, like, we get it, okay? We get it. There's a lot of people, especially in the women's division, talked about it for over a year. There's a lot of the women who did not wrestle in front of a live crowd. When Anna Jay comes back, whatever that is, hopefully all out, uh, it'll be her first time wrestling in front of a full crowd in her entire career. So it's like, yes, they're going to need time to get adjusted on TV, to get adjusted to working in front of a crowd, especially if the crowds are going to be crazy, right? So it's like, in the meantime, though, you're going to use the veteran talent to get people over. It's great. It's a lot of fun. And then, listen, I wanted Varsity Blondes to win this week, but it it definitely seems like we're going towards Lucha Bros versus Bucks, which is a callback to the first All Out where they had that crazy ladder death match. And I got to be a Jungle Express. You think it's going to be Jurassic Jungle, Jungle Express? Express? Jurassic Express. Jungle I'm, thinking, I'm reading the chat and I read Jungle Boy. It's going to be Jungle Jurassic Express. Express yeah. It's going to be during, Jungle Express. It's definitely going to happen during sexual. Yeah. Right? During right, sexual. <laughs> during sexual. Uh, <laughs> so I think personally what I liked last night the most, um, obviously the punk stuff aside, right, is again, the when someone debuts, it's like they get like, Andrade, right? And he's had, what, one match? But he comes on and he feels like a star, right? And, like, you, the, the way they're they're getting him and Pac, like, ready. And it, it, that match is going to be fucking lights out. But even, like, at the beginning, like, I don't like Matt Hardy. And mm-hmm. I, I, I like Orange Cassidy. I don't love him. We, we went through that. But that match was still fun. And that's my favorite thing is, like, Two people that I could give a shit about really are wrestling, and I'm still invested because of the story they're telling and the pace they're setting. And you know, Matt Hardy gets busted open the hard way. That makes you watch. Like they're 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 laying stuff in stiff. It's not. It's it, it's just a totally different feel than yep. than what I watched. And I'm not here to shit on anything. Right? I fell asleep during SummerSlam. I wanted to see the Roman Reigns match. I didn't make it to that match. That's a problem when it's your second biggest pay-per-view and people are falling asleep during it. That's a real issue. <laughs> like, and It's true. The and even, I know a lot of people this week didn't like the Factory versus Gun Club. I personally love Gun Club. I, I really like Austin Gunn. But I could, I could see where that comes from, we right? We stand QT Marshall. I, I, we stand, we, shout, we stand shout QT Marshall. No, no, no. Shout-outs to, to Austin Gunn. Huge. I'm always going to give this guy a minute a shout because of what he did for AW during the entire yeah. COVID era when there was yeah. no crowd. He was their biggest fucking worker because he was the loudest guy at ringside when there was no crowd. He but got think about everyone the spot amped for that. The, match was in. the spot was in the match that they usually put the women in, which is basically like the filler spot before the main event, right? Mm. But it was that match. So you, had it was like, get, okay. you had to get QT Marshall on TV, though. You had to because two weeks from now, the, the he fights show. the big or show. Paul White. 
Yep. Paul White. Hey, no, it's no still the Big Show to me. No, no more, more BS, BS, It's man. so hard not to call him Big Show. No well, well, it's the bill. You know, it's it's so hard, bro. That's At least he's still got that. a butt rock theme. That's all I care about. Yeah, right. Now it's just like, Paul White, yeah, Paul White again. So, so <laughs> circling back to Punk, how did you guys react when he dropped that little teaser oh, about Brian Danielson? Oh, my God. I know me and G-Rod want to hear that final countdown, baby. And his shoes. His shoes. Tall Paul. <laughs> Oh, he had DB uh-huh. on his shoes? No, it was oh, what BW. He had BW. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Shoegate, so happy. Yeah, yeah, but I I mean, we all kind of know Daniel Bryan's coming, but yeah. the face he made after it. He was like. He was like, like oh, I just broke the fourth wall. Like, yeah. loved it. Loved you, it. You know what's weird? Someone pointed this out on Twitter, and I'm kind of like, I wonder. So. Last week, it was he pointed out that last week it kind of seemed like he was trying to get a yes chant because he did the whole like he said it twice. Like, do you want to hear a story? Like, he's waiting for the crowd to say yes, mm-hmm. but they didn't. But now, this week, he kind of if you listen again to his promo, he says a bunch of stuff that would gather a yes chant, yeah, but doesn't happen until the end. And then his face goes, Ah, there, that's what did it. Yeah, it's almost like he was doing it on purpose. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're going to be a team. He's going to bring them in. They're going to be like the outsiders, but in a modern way. Maybe. I don't know. I just think this company, if, if, and there is rumors that Bray Wyatt goes the impact, right? And that's fine. I, I think yeah, well, the forbidden door, as long as there, he doesn't go no, back there's to WWE, no, there's we can no, still see him. There's no forbidden door between impact and AEW because their champions are on each other's show. Like that, that door is DB's wide a open. lock. Where it's like your best, it's like your the kid you grow up next door with. That's your best friend, and you get home from school, and he's in your house already, sitting on the couch waiting. Like that's yeah, the kind yeah, of. Yeah. There's no forbidden door. Just come on <laughs> yeah. in. The water's fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think, yeah. I think that that right there is going to be huge for wrestlers such as Daniel Bryan. We know Daniel Bryan wants to go to New Japan, right? He mm-hmm. also has two kids and and a wife. So he wants to stay countryside most of the time. So yeah, but can, I mean New Japan is doing shows in LA now. Exactly. So, but or in now, California. So now he can work New Japan and if he does want to go over for the G1 for a couple weeks, he can. Like this is why and, and You're you're going to make G-Rod combust. Uh, I, G, G-Rod's going to cry max. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> But I think it, that that's what's great. that's what's gonna draw the talent away from WWE. We said it's a great working environment. They care about the talent, but they also don't limit their talent. You want to stream on Twitch? Stream on Twitch. You want to do a rock band? You want to take off to go on tour? Go on tour. You want to fucking be an actor? Be an actor. And they're not limiting you. They're not like trying to control your name. They understand that you're an individual that works for a company. They don't own you. You're not intellectual need, property. Like that's what people need to calm down about too. They're like, oh, they have too many people. How are they gonna fit everyone on the show? They don't fit everyone on the show. That's the point. <laughs> but they don't need to be on the show every week. <laughs> that a lot of people don't realize. So AEW rewards you for how deep you want to get into the product, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to watch Elevation, Dark, or BTE every week. But if you do, you'll get the references quicker. They'll explain yeah. it to you on Dynamite and now Rampage. But, like, if, you know, you've been watching Dark and Elevation, you know, you know, Tay Conti's had over 20 wins. You know, Red Velvet, you can kind of see, like, oh, like Chris Statlander. Of course she has a title shot. If you've been watching Dark, she's been winning every week, every week. So you can kind of see where things are going. And it rewards you for paying attention. But if you don't pay attention, they will remind you on Dynamite what happens. The results are on the bottom of the screen. 
very sports-like, which is great, like as Kyle said before. And it, it just, it's it's a lot of fun to, you know, all right, hey, Ty Conti hasn't been on Dynamite since what? End of March, beginning of April? But she's been on Dark and Elevation every week. And we, we, we see that, like, Wheeler Yuta, right? He comes, he has the match right now, he's on the shows, and they're building him up until Trent comes back, and then we'll see what happens. But it's like, it's a lot of fun to watch those shows. And storylines get tried out over there. And if they work, then they get brought to the main stage. Yeah. Just a ton of fun. I, I mean, let, yeah. let's let's talk about the Moxley match. Um, I think that I think that that kind of threw me for a little loop there. I don't know if I, I was expecting Tanahashi, but then once they announced Tanahashi oh. against Ibushi the night before, that was ruled out. Then I'm kind of guessing Jay White. But they went a different way. I mean, it definitely seems like and I, and I don't know. It's Kojima, right? That's yeah, his name, Kojima. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I don't. I don't know much about him. He wrestled. So I don't Impact. mean this in like a disrespectful way, but it definitely seems like what they were able to get. You right? like in, he wrestled Impact tried. not too long ago. I don't, I'm, I believe. Did he really? I'm sure he was on an episode yeah, of Impact. He showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but people need to remember something. I get that there is a New Japan show around there and the trap there's also a pandemic travel's really hard right now so maybe (laughs) in a perfect world we would have gotten the people we wanted but travel is very tough you know uh i know tanahashi was just here so for him to go back to then come back like it's we got to do what we got to do and we're still going to get a great match and it's moxley's fighting all these new japan guys which is still going to be fun it's going to be awesome but g-rod explain to me who kojima is because i'm not sure about him Kojima is one of the legends of New Japan, uh, All Japan too, I think. Um, I really do think um, Moxley had a little hand in this as well. I'm sure he probably wants to wrestle Tanahashi. It's a big name, but he's such a lover of of old school Japanese wrestling. Um, Him fighting Kojima is a no-brainer, as he was with... uh, um, Blue Justice, uh, keep forgetting his name because Nagata. Um, it's just people that are from the past that were big at the time are coming over to fight Moxley, and I think he's you know he's he's in love. He, I think he's, he's a kid in a toy store right now. He's loving this. I, I, isn't wasn't Kojima? Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Jira. Wasn't he the first of the IWGP Heavyweight Champions, like the reincarnation of it now? Was he? I believe so. Well, not now because now it's different again because they just yeah butterfly, <laughs> the butterfly belt. belt. Yeah, they butterfly belted it real quick. It's Cody Rhodes' logo. Um, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is the American Nightmare title. Um, I I just think this is what I love is this is how you know Tony Khan's a wrestling fan because he could say oh that didn't that doesn't sell as well as a Moxley versus A B or C. But the wrestling purist in him knows that that's Moxley's best matchup and mm-hmm. the one that he would like to see and the one that Moxley wants, so he lets it happen. The easy thing And also, is that, in the next few weeks, they're going to build it up. Oh, well, the easy, right? like, the easy thing to do, though, promos. the easy thing to do is be like, now, nah, Moxley, if you want to wrestle someone from New Japan, let's let's get someone else over here. Like, let's get, like, Okada, right? That, that's, that's the There's a chance Jay White shows up at the end of the match. It's an easy call. I, I just, I personally think that Adam Cole's showing up at All Out now. That's just me. Um, <laughs> I think if, if his contract's so, up tomorrow... A week away, why not? Maybe, yeah. I, I just think if if Adam Cole does end up leaving, um, 
they're not gonna they're gonna hold him off for a little bit. I think he's more likely for that New York show than a Daniel Bryan is, just because I feel like Daniel Bryan would be all out. If not in the Punk Darby stuff, maybe after Kenny we get that like tease, you know, something or maybe Kenny, there's another... nothing going to be with Kenny because after all out, Kenny and Hangman are going to reignite that for full to, gear. You yeah, but to. don't you, yeah, but full gear is like a couple months away, I and I'm not saying Daniel yeah. Bryan's going to fight Kenny. I'm just saying it'll be one of those like I'm coming for you. Is it unpopular and similar to Christian? He'll be like I'll build work yeah. my way up is, to you or whatever. Is it unpopular? I think you have. On national TV, that you have Hangman Page in front of one of your biggest crowds ever in New York City, have his moment because I think that's what happens. That'd be great. I think it depends what the baby thing. Yeah, I mean, listen, it depends. All right, his wife is probably giving birth what this month, next month. I'm I'm sorry. I as a father, I can say this. I had a kid, and you get two weeks off, but. (laughs) <laughs> and then it's back and it's back to 65 hours a week, right? It could uh, be different, though. You I, never know. I know. Well, it's, yeah, it's different. Yeah, but well, we got to think also with the pandemic, right? Like a lot of people who have newborns don't want to be out and about. Well, no, now, now, right? This is something. That's what I'm saying. Right now, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. But last month, no, like, I think last month we weren't even talking about shutting down again, right? Last month, everything was like, oh, we're life, life's back to normal. I just don't want any of these new guys coming in to face Kenny right away after all out because you know Kenny has to win because he has to lose the belt to... Hangman. Hangman. Yeah. So I don't want no, them to lose the. I don't want them to lose the Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Now you're, you're not. You don't need a title for Punk versus Kenny. There is already a title. Best in the world. Uh, that's that's, that's gonna be like title. long down the line. That's like next year, double or nothing kind of thing, or yeah. next year's all out. <laughs> but then you got Brian, right? And Brian doesn't have to come in. Brian can go fight Sammy Kavara. He could fight Darby, MJF. Um. So bringing up MJF. Let's switch gears a little bit. Let's circle. What on. did you guys think of Chris Jericho's promo? I personally, I love Jericho, love MJF. I need a break yeah. from their feud. Yeah. And not because it's not great. It's still cool, but it's just like, I want to see MJF fight someone else, especially that he already beat Jericho clean again for the second time. So it's like, let's move on. And I understand you know Jericho's going on tour whatever whatever they're doing with this you know Jericho's going to do commentary on Rampage maybe he's he wants to slow down he is 50 right but what do you guys think so Kyle I'll start with you this will be he's beaten Jericho at least three times now already so Was if it he three loses, or two it's, it's it? three because the shirt said three Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, which is a great so callback by the way great callback to uh so if he, Jericho's Greenberg shirt yep yeah so if he beats him again, man, that's uh, I don't know. I think this depends on what what's going on with Jericho. Is he because this this has a lot. This I mean, if you th- my instant reaction was okay, Jericho is winning 100. percent But I'm thinking back and well, okay, wait, is this is this the time? Is this is this where they're going with? Is he now transitioning into that commentary role now? And he's gonna maybe wrestle once in the blue moon, mm-hmm. like Michael. Clark. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. What do you think, Giron? <laughs> Michael. Cole. Well, I was, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm, I need a break from this, uh, this whole feud. Um, I think it's great that Jericho put him over three times. I think that's a great thing. Um, Jericho is going on tour, but I've noticed that in his tour dates, Wednesdays are open. So who knows what's going to happen? But yeah, I, a break is definitely needed. Um, I think going back to the labors of Jericho, I think this should have been. Labor number five. Yep. Um, at all out, I think mm-hmm. this would be a bigger match for that. Um, 
instead of just having this match after those labors. I think the labor should have been a little bit more um enough, why do i remember the when they first announced this that this that he wasn't labor five i why think, do i remember that it so, wasn't labor five i was listening to jericho's podcast a few weeks ago and him and lance storm he had lance storm on and lance storm said that he cannot get out of canada so i think that maybe potentially lance storm was supposed to be labor five and then they were like oh we can't get him here and they were just like, whatever, it'll just be MJF, and then we'll just get him to Jericho at All Out. I think they, it was a – did they call it an audible on that? Because just like you, I remember, it was he has to beat five people to get to MJF. It could have been better audibles. Like, we could have had Sammy Kavar. Like, he had to have beaten Sammy Kavar in order to get to MJF on, on Labor 5. I Sammy agree. wasn't I doing agree. anything. And then but hey, nice, nice, nice finger, finger poke of doom. Perfect. Right? Nice finger poke of doom part two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but that's what gets – that's what makes AEW not perfect, right? They're close yeah. to it, but it, it's those decisions that you're like, all right, you know, it, it's the ones we got it. We we kind of just gloss over because the rest of the show is so much fun. Yeah, you, you got to think too with the. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, to go back to the uh, labors of Jericho, like when I heard that they were doing that, I was like, ah, oh, it's going to be like every member of of um, Inner Circle. It's going to make him go through his own guys. They gave us something special with. Nick Gage never thought I see that happen. I fucking love yep. that. Um, then we and had to coming back the juice. Yep. Um, I thought we were going to get more, but pandemic, whatever. Um, like I said, it, we definitely should have had that rearranged a little bit, and then had that match be the final match. But we got what we got, and uh, yeah, you like have right. Nick, you have Nick Gage at four, and then he needs two weeks to recover, and then it's all yeah, up. like you went to a death that match, bro. perfect. Like take a week yeah. off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I just think that it it's weird, right? Because it's like, what do you what do you do here? MJF hasn't lost in a singles match in his career, fairly, because he did lose to Moxley, lost, but Moxley used a band. Oh, one's a tag team match. One's a yeah, tag one was a tag match, match and one was against Moxley, but Moxley used a band move. Yep, with the ref turn. So he uh, MJF has not lost clean. Yet in the three years that this company has been around, so do we want it to be Jericho? I don't. But if it is Jericho, I guess it's okay because he's a legend. But then where does Jericho go from here? If he beats MJF, then they gotta have another match. Like it's just no. like I kind of want it to just be done. No, I think I think um, I think Jericho. I don't know because now I hate when they add stipulations because you're like, well, you know, Jericho's not gonna retire, right? Um, yeah. So maybe well, what's they, the actual stipulation? If Jericho, if Jericho loses, loses, he's never gonna wrestle in AEW again, and he'll just be a commentator on Rampage. That's the he's, at the, he's at that age where you don't know. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Like you are, yeah. he is at the age, and was that his last run right there, where we saw him, you know, do the labors of Jericho? That's I mean, true. it would make sense. He went so hard. Yeah, it's a crazy fucking match, especially the Nick Gage one, right? Yep, and AEW is really good at sticking to their guns. Cody hasn't had a world title shot since he lost that match. So yeah. if 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 this is it for Jericho, that's it's crazy. Well, you got to think too, like with Punk and Brian and Malachi and Adam Cole and Bray Wyatt, and you know what I mean. Potentially they, that roster. Okay, maybe Jericho's being the team player and going, "Hey, listen, you don't. I did my part." 
I got people here. Let these guys carry it, and I'll go. You know, get ready for life yeah, after he, he the got ring. the brand. Up, he got the brand up and going from the beginning. Like he and I'll get ready for life on commentary. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can see it, and I know, I know. So in the chat, Wade is saying it's basically it's basically a setup for the Fozzie tour. So Wade, I thought the same thing, but somebody tried to say this to Sean Ross Sapp, and he pointed out that Fozzie does not play any Wednesday shows yeah. on tour. The one thing it I think we can look well. at is if we look, I don't know if it'll be listed on his site, but the Jericho Cruise is the Saturday, September twenty third. If he's listed as to wrestle on that Jericho Cruise. That might have just given the match away. I know it's subject to change, but you maybe know, so. I don't, maybe. I, don't think, I don't think he would advertise that maybe after s- selling tickets already. Maybe someone <laughs> debuts and cost MJF the match, and it sets up something else. You never know. You don't know. Who, who would you like it to be? Jericho won't beat him clean. If you beat, if he wins, he will not. Well, win the clean. problem with anyone debuting, right? The problem with anyone debuting is then MJF has to take a loss to them, right? Because they can't take a loss. So that's why it's so hard when you have an unbeatable guy like MJF to bring in a Daniel Bryan or an Adam Cole to attack him to cost him the match and set up a feud because now you have a newcomer versus a guy that's very well protected who you're going to have lose. Like, well, if you if you bring in Adam Cole, I want them to do a seance and bring him back to the dead on Dynamite so half the audience is like, what the fuck is happening? And then the other half of the audience is like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Issa <laughs> says he, uh, he wrestles Christian for the Impact title if he loses. <laughs> Oh, that's true. He did say AEW. That's true, Fang. I forgot that Jericho Cruz won't be aired Mm -hmm. because it's on the same night as they they move Dynamite to Saturday night, the same night because of the the NHL schedule. That's why they moved. Oh, is that why they moved it? I thought it was the NBA. No, no, it's the NHL. It's just going to be it's it's opening week for the NHL those first two weeks. So, um, it's just going to be a lot better when they move the TBS next year because they don't have to watch the NHL. Are the two people who are on this fucking thing, and that's G Rod and you, Kyle. <laughs> right? They get two viewers. I don't watch the Flyers it. at all. How about Coots with an eight-year uh, extension there? That's nice. Couturier for what the Flyers? Years. Yeah, eight years. They just signed. Eight I don't years. know. I don't know who that guy you just said is. You don't know who Kyle doesn't know who Sean Couturier is. Oh, I know who he is. I just didn't. That's a long contract. <laughs> He's twenty, like twenty-four years old. I know, but. <laughs> Yeah. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Yeah, well, let's all. circle back. I'm trying punk. to get it. I'm trying to get it. Yeah, yeah. Circle, circle back. back. So, CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> so, another thing that I want to bring up before we get out of here. So, we were mentioning it. I don't remember if it was the beginning of the show or if it was before we started recording. So, Cash Wheeler is coming back for at least one match. FTR versus Santana Ortiz next week on Dynamite. Um, there's all this talk. A story. That it might be his last match. I hope it's story, Kyle. But listen, I'm scared. Okay, they would have made. I, I think it would. I think they would have made a bigger deal about it if it was. So like, I'm. Yeah. And I know that the injury was brutal. Thanks for the raid, Penny. I know the injury was very brutal, but I just. Are you guys excited about it? Because I am yes. super excited about it because I know that it got cut short due to the injury. What I don't want it to be at all out. It's, it's got to no, be. It's not all out. It's, it's a dynamite. It's next a dynamite week. next week. Oh. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, next week. The the thing is, if he's uh, really battling nerve damage, I yeah. don't think he. I think they finish this feud, and then they take some time for him to actually go take some to time off. to like therapy and 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 yeah. you know get better because that is an issue you can fix through strength and conditioning and all that kind of. Um, 
But God, dude, really, did he have to? Did he have to share that fucking picture? Did he? Because my Lord, my Lord, you're tired of how they treat PMP? I'm telling you, I think that you're going to see PMP win those tag titles before you. Wait, hold on. How do they treat In New York. York. They, I understand that, that Proud and Powerful haven't won the tag titles. But I think they treat them pretty good. They've had some epic matches, some great feuds. They oh. were in all the inner circle stuff that has been main events. You know, the stadium stampedes, two of them. This feud with the inner circle. They were in blood and guts. They had one of the best matches of I think they've last been, year. I think they've I mean, been treated the, great. I think they've been treated great, and they get promo. It just, it just hasn't. They just haven't won the tag. They get promo title, time AW every week. Showed us. Yeah, the AEW has shown us that it's not all about the titles here. You can still be booked really strong and not be a champion. I think, you know, Proud and Powerful are booked really strong in a tag division that's insanely stacked. I think they are the team that beats the Bucks yep. in I hope New York. So. Oh my they God. have to do don't, it in New York. Don't tease me. Don't tease no, me. I see that this, I'm wearing. Don't no, tease me. I see it, and I think that's what they're building up to. I think they're going to be the team that beats the Bucks because – I love Penta and and Phoenix. They're amazing. I love um, Jurassic Express. I you know uh, Varsity Blondes are great too. Just it, it's their time, and I think they're the only team I can see right now. Besides, so, I guess Penta and and Phoenix could do it too. So but, PMP wins next week. Yeah, again, I think so. Yeah. But I think to, it's in my opinion the entire feud with FTR and PMP is designed to get PMP ready. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because if the Bucks are heels and FTR, I think are going to always be heels here, right? I just think if you're in the pinnacle and you're anywhere near MJF, you're a heel forever. So it's like I think with the Bucks being heels right now, the plan is always to get it from, you know, FTR to get PMP ready. So like you said, they can win in New York or win just in general. I mean, I, we would all hope I would hope it was in New York for my just, own personal. It makes sake, sense. But. It makes sense with PMP because they're from there. Like they are in House of Glory. It's in New York. Like it. it I. Yeah. I Tony Khan's not someone to miss that opportunity. He knows why they booked a New York show. Look at all the talent on the roster. It's from that area. (laughs) You know, and everyone says going to New York, right? Like, went back in the territory days. New York is WWE country. That's what New York is. 17,000 tickets already. New York is WWE country. Is that how much that stadium uh, holds? That's not how much they've sold so far. 17,000 tickets. So, in their biggest show, they're going to give you the biggest show. I'm telling you. They're, they sold out the United Center and they gave you punk. You think they're not going to do something crazy in New York City? Oh, yeah. So that means Brian's showing up all out to have a match at the, the New York show. There you go. Um, and or, that could be that could be the one. That's of the another big, big thing, too. They sold 17,000 tickets. There's not one announced match for that damn show. Nope. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're not lying. You're not lying. But imagine the show. And, oh, and I know like all out coming up soon. Wow. But imagine if they can stretch out this Miro and Eddie Kingston thing a mm. little longer and we get Eddie Kingston on the card from New York and we get PMP on the card from New York. Like, I just I just love that Miro always thirsts over his wife in his promo. I love it. It's, it's so I funny. Love this, week. this promo this week was killer and I loved the, what he was saying to, to to Eddie Kingston at the end. Like, bring me the, he said, bring me the mad, mad king. king. Bring me your yeah. mad king. I'm oh, like, dude, like, this is... Like Game of Thrones in real life, bro. Yeah, when he, I'm loving every second. When he of it. calls himself the Redeemer, I'm like, that is oh, a that's a God, Game of dude. Thrones character to me. Yeah, dude, it's so great. It's so great. And and oh my, I just I'm over here 
And shout out to Carrie. And we do it every week. Me and Carrie fantasy book. We've had AEW book for the next five years in our text thread. <laughs> but it's like we are fantasy booking how Lana's going to come out or CJ now. CJ Perry's going to come out and help him. Like, I just. Is, is her 90 days up with Buddy Murphy? Yes. Well, Buddy Murphy's the 31st. Yep. Buddy she got released with him, right? Was she in yeah. that class? She was in that class, yeah. She might come out with Miro for the TNT title match at, at All Out. That would be See, dope. My, and, and Kyle, look, I'll ask you this. I think, even if it's a short-term thing, because obviously we want Eddie Kingston in New York, mm. right? I think that Kip Sabian, whenever he's ready, him and Penelope... Not necessarily cost Miro the title, but they're going to come out and fuck with him, and that's what leads to CJ yeah. coming out. They have a, they have because a, remember, Miro yeah. was telling Kip, oh, I had my wife, whatever, it doesn't work out. Like, you know, like messing with him. And I, I think that having Kip and Penelope helping him would be a way to get Kip to distract him to be able to beat him or at least fuck him up a little bit, right? I know when CJ comes in, she will be, after listening to her podcast with Jericho, I know for a fact if, she, if she's coming in and she's going to be with AW, she's going to wrestle. Because she, the passion she has yep. for getting better in the ring yep. is like on another level. So yep. her coming into and here, training with the people that are here, going mm-hmm. to the Nightmare Factory, she's gonna get yep. a lot better. And we know that uh, hearing Serena Deeb say it right, and uh, hearing what Dustin says on Twitter and in interviews and stuff, like they have a lot of faith in Penelope Ford. Mm-hmm. They love Penelope Ford in AEW. So I think that. They can. This is the biggest match for her and Kip to be in right now. Miro and CJ. I mean, Miro and Lana were so over in WWE. You take that act, you put them here, and you give Kip and Penelope the rub for just being in the ring with them, which are going to be a huge deal. So it's like, I'm all for it. Wade, I'm all for it. Wade also um, said in chat, when do we see Ruby? And shout out to Brother Wade. We yeah. we know you here, Brother Wade. We, we you, know Wade. you here. We love you. I know we don't. We just and for anybody who's listening, I didn't even mention it at the top of the y'all show. bunch of Roman Reigns in chat. We they all want acknowledgement. You know, hi to everybody hi. in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, yeah. hi, everyone. You want to watch this show live for now? Eventually, we will move. But next week, for now, next week, next week. All right, never mind. To forget it. Then. There's the announcement. We'll we'll we'll, deal, we'll figure it out. But we'll say at the end of the show. But yeah, it's. I don't know. What was Wade saying again? I lost my chat. Oh, Ruby. So if anybody who's listening to this or sees us right now has not seen both Ruby Soho and the newly named Buddy Matthews videos on their social media hyping up where they're going next, you need, as soon as this is done, and as soon as you watch all of GOW yeah, watch coming G-O-W. up right after this. Watch GOW, motherfuckers. Watch. Oh, shit. Go, I got to go somewhere after. Yeah, go <laughs> watch those videos because it is it is being heavily rumored, especially with the videos that Ruby Soho is showing up either did at the All Out Battle Royal or in New York. Did you see the comparison that someone made? I'm like, holy shit, people are like, are, well, are really quick station. with this. The gas station about with with Joey Janela and, yep, and uh, Sunny Kiss. Yep, and it's it the same the gas, gas station. station. I was like, "What?" I gotta love it, bro. You gotta love it. And then, like the background people in Soho's video are the same ones that get into a fight in the in the in the Janela video. I'm it's like, "Holy shit!" Now it does suck as someone who really liked Janela and Sunny Kiss as a tag team. It sucks that they broke them up, and you know Janela is like a heel now, whatever. But like. It's it's pretty cool to to see all of them these people from Jersey coming up. As two Jersey people are on the show. Yeah, Jersey. <laughs> no, it's, well, what, uh, do you, no. what do you guys think? Are you guys excited for Ruby? I'm coming? excited for the Amaranth. 
Um, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for pictures of Amaranth. I'm excited for for Ruby. Of course, I think um, that's the adrenaline shot that 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 division needs, right? I think they're all getting better. I think Ruby is kind of on a different level than a lot of that roster. Like we saw how much better Tay Conti was and Tay Conti isn't as established as Ruby, right? Tay Conti mm-hmm. stands out in that division. Cause say what you want about WWE. You can hate it. You can NXT polishes people very well. And but they, also with Dustin and Serena working with the women. Yep. A lot of them have gotten extremely oh, God, yeah. better. They're, they're, in they're getting a lot year. better. But I'm just saying Ruby is on a different level than a lot of their talent. Ruby is a main mm-hmm. event talent on that roster. Mm-hmm. But G-Rod, what do you think? No, I love it. I'm a big fan of Ruby. Um, we were there for her NXT debut um, down in Orlando for WrestleMania 33 weekend. Um, oh, I yeah, that you're was, right. Holy shit. You're was, right. I was, forgot that was at the Orlando show. That was where it, she came out. Yep. Oh, oh, G-Rod being TK over here. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Holy shit. You remember it. Like, I, 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 we were there, but it was like, I forgot that was like her actual debut. I don't remember many wrestling trips. <laughs> well yeah because you're drunk yeah <laughs> um but it's amazing I, I as a filmmaker i love the cinematic style just mm-hmm. like jack said in the in the chat um beautifully shot both of them i love it um i love that these these talents are having a voice and being able to tell their story in such a fantastic way um like ann said ruby is going to be top tier talent for for this division um she's going to be the joker i have no doubt that that's going to happen mm-hmm. and um what color yeah, is her? So what happy. color is her hair right now in those videos? It's red. It's red. It's red. Okay. Yeah. Because if it was green or something, like that could be a little hint to the Joker. It changed on the day of. But you know, yeah, yeah. she's not. She's not Pentagon. She's not going to be wearing yo, the same yeah. outfit. Yo, for Penta the rest said, of yo, this career. Penta was like, yo, my gear peaked. I'm done, bro. Yeah, this is it, bro. <laughs> uh, this is too fire. I'm never taking it off again. <laughs> My man peaked. He's like Doug Funny. He opens up his closet. It's all just fucking Joker gear now. Yeah, exactly. But what well, GR just said, though, like the mm-hmm. it, it kind of circles back. I know we keep circling back to him, but it circles back to what CM Punk said last night. It's like he doesn't need to be called the voice of the voiceless yeah. anymore because everyone back there has got a voice and people back there listen to the voice. So, like, yeah. that's just. It's true. It's my hair yeah. voice is in my hand. <laughs> But so so, <laughs> little quick before we wrap this up because I know GOW's got to start. GOW's got to um, start eventually. Who do you who? guys think? So as of right now, who is there it? are nine. Who is it? There are nine women confirmed out of the twenty-one. If we say Ruby Soho is probably a lock, that's ten. Who do you guys? Who not only would you like to see, but who do you think are going to show up? I'll start with you, cop. Bobby Lashley. I'll be a son Impact. of a bitch. Yeah. I, I think finally we'll finally see some more crossover from Impact, and I okay. think it's either going to be Deanna Don't Prado, say it! Don't say it! Jordan Grace. Don't. I love. Yeah, Deanna. but would you have Deanna if she's not yes. going to win? Yes, I'd have Deanna all over my show. If she's not going to win, though. She's not, yeah, she's still going to be in it. Who cares? She can still be in it. Doesn't it's matter. A battle Royal, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, what about really what, what about the the iconics? May, yeah. I heard some rumors today that Ring of Honor is have is making a heavy push to sign those two. Yep. They're making uh, which a makes heavy no sense. Push. They don't have a woman's tag. I know, which is weird. Nah, and uh, I can see Impact and AEW sharing the Iconics. I think they should go to Impact. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's I, not going to be. not going to be Tessa. Tessa. Tessa, no, Tessa or I'm driving four hours and kissing Phil right on the lips. She's night. focusing right now hardcore on making her own company. So yeah. I don't know if she's going to be anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> I, I, who knows? G-Rod, who do you think? Who, do you, who, do you, who would you like to see show up at that battle royal? 
Let's see. Nope. Um, I like um, Rosemary be pretty cool from Impact. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to see... Especially uh, what if it's the bunny in the ring and then Rosemary oh, comes out and they have that stare down. That'd be awesome. That'd be good. Or Abaddon. Abaddon, yeah, that no, would be pretty cool, too. Abaddon comes out, you and her need to have the stare down in the middle of the ring. <laughs> but... Uh, Mercedes Martinez would be pretty cool. I don't know if her. Ooh. I don't know. If, no, her just, ninety days. Ooh. Is it? Ah, oh no, but she's thirty NXT days. Talent. She's thirty NXT. days. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, who? AJ who Lee. That'd be great. Uh, With April. the teases in Chicago. <laughs> Did you see her tweet? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think like, my oh, government name. Use my government name. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if she can. Can she use AJ Lee? No, that's started to be owned. Yeah, she could use. Yeah, it's she could use AJ. She'll about, be April Jeanette. She'll be AJ Styles. A, AJ Brooks. <laughs> AJ Fashion. AJ, AJ Brooks, Brooks would be cool. Right? AJ Brooks. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Right? Yeah. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Who else could be? People are in the chat. Wade saying Sue Young. Young. That'd be Young. unbelievable. Her, her, and Abaddon having a stare down would be great. I know Emmy Sakura is most likely going to be. In. She's now moved. Oh, a ton over. of Joshi girls. They're going to yeah. roll those girls out. They have, yeah. They haven't been on an AEW in so long. Emmy, uh, Yuka Sakazaki. Who wins? How else are you remembering her name? Because <laughs> I was like the magic girl. I don't know. Yeah. They call her the magic Makito. girl. Wait, who yo, was the one that dresses Makito, up like Freddie Mercury? bring her back. Yo, come on. Who dresses up like Freddie Mercury? Emmy Sakura. Emmy yeah. Sakura. Yeah, that's not that's not Emi good. Sakura. That's not good. Yeah. No, she, but also, maybe some. I know Empower is this weekend. I'm very excited to watch. Maybe we see someone like a Molina, or we see um, Lady Frost, or we see Camille. We got Mickey James in there. I can totally see Mickey, Mickey James, James throwing would be there. Awesome. Yeah. Listen, there's what eleven. If we count Ruby Soho, there's eleven people not named. So I stand for Mato, so I'll, I'll lose my shit. Though, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still wish that. Um, I definitely still wish that it was on the main card, though. Yeah. But, but, but this is how you sell your pay-per-view. This is how you need a mat. You can't put Paul White and QT in the pre-show. No one will give a fuck about the pay-per-view then. True, you need yeah. a match that's going to sell exactly, the pay-per-view. Exactly, because do the QT Battle Royal. and the Big Show is the pay-per-view. Nobody's going to buy the pay-per-view. <laughs> that's your main event. If you give that's the main, main event, event away for free. You can't give it away for free. Guys, but I pre-ordered All Out just to see Big Show, Paul White versus... <laughs> I just want to see QT. Best friend QT By the Marshall. way, guys, those hair gonna... plugs, man. All oh, those hair Listen, plugs. Listen, Kyle. No matter what Ant says, Ant Ant plays a big game. We right? stand a legend. A big. We game. stand no. a legend. He's over here. Ty Conti is to his right. Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen. Who's Ant over there chatting it up with? And that's QT Marshall. Broing Marshall. Down. Marshall. It's right QT here. Marshall over there. And then I text. And then I text my buddy Bill because I know QT and like Riddle and all them because they all were in the same class. So I went over to QT. I'm like, Yo, what's up, man? Good seeing you again. Like I used to hang out with Bill at the factory. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, Jackie confirms what I'm saying. So, See? so See I I text I text Bill and I'm like, Yo, QT Marshall says what's up. He said, Tell him he's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, and right before we get out of here, we got Wade saying Tasha Steeles. That'd be great. Maybe a Jordan Grace, a Rachel Elring, Ken Shamrock, <laughs> Ryan Shamrock. Is gonna be, Ryan Shamrock's going to be on Empower this weekend. First and off, Ryan. time out. I, I know this is an AEW show, but shout out to Nikki Bella for saying what we all felt. By the way, yep. Back, shout bro. out to Nikki Bella. Back. Nikki I'm Bella is all elite, Nikki baby. Bella. Nikki like, Bella. I don't give a fuck, bro. She's all elite. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, fast. What did let, she let say? I didn't see this. The beautiful sisters oh. are all in. 
So you really didn't see it, Cal? No, what did she do? So they asked it was her and her brother were there. I Hammer. guess they were like guests. And they and Nikki Bella was very drunk. And Where? she go they asked her. It's on her Twitter. And people no, where, no, where was she? Oh, after oh, SummerSlam. Summer yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, like the press, the, when they were doing oh, press okay. after, they asked her, what was your favorite moment of the night? And she said, well, I'll tell you what wasn't my favorite moment. And she points to Bianca and she's like, when she lost. And after she lost, honestly, I didn't care about anything in the show. So, no, there was no favorite moment for me. And I was like, yo, Issa you got said, that Hall of Fame ring? Issa said Gangster, she was bro. so drunk at the casino and you didn't charter me. You didn't charter me a flight to come out there. <laughs> You didn't FaceTime him? You yeah, what? I, I, I own it. No, first of all, we're going to stop this right now. I own all your Bella stuff now. Now, I still got, play. got I still got a whole thing in storage, bro. No. Don't ever question my fandom, cuz. I don't know. You're over here fucking selling that shit like hotcakes, bro. The beautiful because. sisters are all elite because Brian's coming in. She's going to bring in Bree. The beautiful sisters are all elite. <laughs> yep, the beautiful... The, wait, no, I'm sorry. It was the beautiful siblings. Sorry, beautiful yeah, siblings. Beautiful siblings. Beautiful siblings. Oh, my God. It's Nicole, Nicole and sibling. The beautiful siblings. Uh, they're all elite, yo. They're all elite. They're all elite, dude. I wish. Yeah. That'd be great. But so it's it's about that time for us to get out of here. So, G-Rod, let people know where they can follow you. At G of the Dead on Twitter. Um, yes, I got sir. some things up the pop, uh, up the yeah, up the pipeline. I just got a new job. Up the and so kind of doing some things, but um, that's where you can find me. I uh you can find me wherever Ant goes because I'm usually yeah. falling right by. No, but <laughs> there. Make sure you guys listen to the All Elite podcast. Colin hey. Tiff do a great job. They're a lot more structured than yeah. we are. They don't we say dicks. We do. No. Yeah, we, wanna, we, we didn't want to counter programs. We moved to Sundays. <laughs> no, you just didn't want to talk about Rampage. A week we didn't want to start. Yeah. The, we didn't want. The, we didn't want the Thursday night wars. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. Listen, you guys are you guys are doing better than us. So yeah, and then Ant. You you were around. Well, you're on my channel. So just yeah. all I'm going to tell you guys is after this, I go offline for a minute, and then I come, a minute. Then I come back on with G-O-W. So it's if you guys like, out there listening to this like E-Fed Wrestling, the, one of the best going, because we got another one on the show with us, too. So we can't fully bait it. And there's a tease for another one on this show, too, huh? Twitch.tv slash Game of Ant. Yo. Make sure you guys go watch it. And twitch.tv slash what Masters is it? Gaming Masters Gaming underscore. underscore. The underscore, right? The underscore is what messes me up. Masters yeah. Gaming underscore if you guys want to see it. Blame that. Twitch, man. We're gonna, do Twitch, do better. I'm telling you right <laughs> now, though, we have so much shit planned. Um, you guys have no clue what is going oh, on God. behind the scenes. We have six more months now because WW2K22 was delayed six months. They didn't shut down the servers. But they didn't shut down <laughs> the safe. servers. But also, while we get out of here, a little bit of breaking news. So I know everybody's talking about the Adam Cole thing. Um, him and Gargano filmed that weeks ago. So it yeah. doesn't necessarily mean he's still in, he's staying with the company. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for listening. You're fucking Mark. G-O-W. At Big Sith Energy. Sure. And then next week, we're moving over to twitch.tv slash Hidden Saber, where the E is a three. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Stay tuned for G-O-W. Bye.